I think that's why they're mad. Because why else, why else would you care so much about right. this WAP? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sharing. We love you so much. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, y'all. It's your girl, Sarah. And Maya. And we're Charmed and Dangerous. You know, because we are charming. And we're dangerous. Mm-hmm. Mm. So beware. Yeah, beware. Especially. Like, if you're our friend, don't beware. Like, we're going to protect you. Yes. Which is what we want to do to most of the world. Yes. But if you're a shitty individual, beware. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can flip the switch on and off. Mm-hmm. Always 100%. ready. Always ready. Depends on you, really. It depends on my audience. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, what do they want from me? Do they want me to be, like, super dangerous right now and, like, show them what's really good? Or do they <laughs> want me to, like, bring out my, like, you know, goddess energy and, like, just, you know, be inviting and make everyone want to socialize? Like, I can also do that and be charming. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. Mm. That's the beauty of us. Yes. And <laughs> it could be the beauty of you if you continue to listen. Yes. <laughs> so, Sarah, did you watch the Grammys? Have you – did you – hear about the Grammys. Yeah, I definitely and who heard. Won. When I say heard, I mean like Twitter. Twitter is like my main source of information. Fair. So I definitely was, you know, getting updated via mm-hmm, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't watch the whole thing. But yeah, I know who won. I know a queen got what she yes, deserved. Yes, our Meg. queen, Meg the Stallion. Yes. <gasps> oh my yes, gosh. she I deserved. Like she deserves that shit. Yeah, she After did. the year that she had, I mean, I don't want to make it that it's like, oh, because of the year she had, she deserves it. But, like, I feel like it's definitely a lot more fulfilling when, like, you know you've been working hard and God has tested you and you somehow come out on top. I feel like that's just, like, a bigger win. Seriously. You know? Yes, I couldn't agree more. And I feel like she just killed the shit this year. You know what I mean? And last year, too. So she i'm happy she's getting her accolades even though in general i feel like the grammys as an institution are kind of whack but i'm happy that she got her recognition because she definitely deserved it yeah she deserved artist of the year she deserved i'm so happy that uh savage got best rap song of the Yay. year too because listen that's a great song did you see the memes of like beyonce's face the whole time she was up there with her Yes. Literally. I was like, and someone was like, right. They were like, she probably just wanted this moment to just be about Meg. Like, she probably didn't understand why she had to be up there. Right. You know? But yeah. But it was just so funny. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I feel like she never comes to the award shows anyways. She doesn't. Really. When it showed that little snippet of her and Jay-Z in that corner table, uh-huh. <laughs> it was yes. like, they were like, oh yeah, we're here to like slight drop. <laughs> right. No, they literally came to get Blue Ivy's uh, Grammy and to support Meg. Yeah. And she didn't even want to be up, like on she the stage it. with Meg. She's she like, this is for her. Key. You know? She wanted to be low-key. I do have to say, though, also personally, I'm very sad that I never got to shake my ass in the club to Savage. Oh, my God. There's it's a like lot a tragedy. of songs that I'm like, <laughs> how the hell am I not up in the club? Like, like actually internalizing you know? these lyrics, you know? Because when the song is like, wow. when like a, you know, like a little throwback song yeah <laughs> it's good i can't help but like think that like oh like this shit would be fun to dance at the club you know mm-hmm. what I mean? this shit would be fun to dance to at the club i want to be with my girls shaking my ass at the club listening yeah. to this song mm-hmm. so when i don't experience that in real time at the club 
At the club. At the club. <laughs> I definitely feel FOMO. No, for sure. And I mean, I feel like everybody got that FOMO. You know what I mean? We were, in a way, even though Meg really shined, we were like kind of deprived of her yeah. in 2020 as well because we were deprived of everybody in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like also that's probably one of the main reasons why a lot of artists weren't dropping hella shit because... And I feel like we've had this conversation, too, where you were like, oh, like, why aren't they dropping music? Da, mm-hmm. da, 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 they're at home. They have no excuses, right. you know? <laughs> and I was like, well, like, they're not going to make money off of their tours. And, like, by the mm-hmm. time the pandemic's over, if there's newer albums that are coming out, more people are going to want to go to those tours because it's fresh. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And, again, people aren't going out to the club listening to your songs. That's how That's how a lot of songs get famous. You're out at the club. This bomb-ass song comes on, and you're like, oh, shit, this is my shit. Right. And then all of a sudden, it's on top 40. Yep. You know? Yeah, and that just didn't, that just couldn't happen this year. So yeah. it was, like, kind of weird. Yeah, like, music didn't really progress too much. <laughs> I feel 20, like I found comfort Mac. through my, the songs that I loved before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because for, for sure. me, it was also a way to, like, pretend that I was, out and about like I was when I first heard those songs. It made me feel alive again, you mm-hmm. know? No, for sure. <laughs> for sure. And it makes me think, do you think the songs that we, like, that were new that we listened to, like Savage, do you think that if we were to hear it after the pandemic, like, those songs are going to remind us of, like, this time that we're in right now? I don't know. I feel like it will just remind me of a good time because I love that song. I love the song so much. You know what I mean? And Same. I don't remember and I don't bad mean in a times. Bad way. You know what I mean? I don't mean no, it in yeah. a bad way. I just mean that like you're gonna be thinking about the fact that you were listening to it, yeah. partying it up at home. I mean, home. shit. It was probably, the pandemic, probably, you know? yeah. <laughs> so crazy, right? That's insane, man. But honestly, I'm just grateful to have music, like, for sure, truly, and grateful for the artists who were able to produce during the pandemic. Because yeah, yeah I realized I was kind of being a snot, being like, "Why isn't anybody making music?" <laughs> <laughs> like people are going through hard shit too, for just sure. like everybody else. Like I mean, musicians and artists and stuff. Yeah, and I'm sure um, there's like creative block too. You know what I mean? Like for sure, when your mental health is kind of all over the place. Yeah, you know. And I mean, they don't have those opportunities to make new experiences find new loves yeah. whatever you know what i mean whatever For it sure. is to inspire their songs so yeah i get it yeah <laughs> we just don't like it right i just <laughs> don't i mean i just wish yeah <laughs> so i want to talk about something that was crazy that i read in an article this weekend and okay the title is psychedelic therapy could reset depressed brain mm. which i feel like we all well i don't know not all me and maya <laughs> and other people who are interested in these things uh-huh. always knew that like you know acid or like whatever is supposed to somehow help with your depression and shrooms too mm-hmm. you know um so for the first time actually um, they're going to be giving DMT to people with moderate to severe depression in a clinical trial. Oh. Finally, like, it's happening in a clinical trial. But the cool thing about this is that, like, they're doing it. They're obviously giving them DMT, but then it is very soon after it's followed up with talking therapy. Mm. And, like, it's so interesting because um, basically it says that they're doing this responsibly because if you don't do the talking therapy, then nothing in the mind will change actually. Cause apparently when you supposedly, when you do drugs like this, mm-hmm. um, your mind, all your beliefs about yourself, which, you know, cause a lot of us to be depressed or anxious or whatever, mm-hmm. they kind of go up in the air and they like use the a snow globe as an example. Like when mm-hmm. you shake it and everything mm-hmm. is up in the air, think of all your problems kind of, or all the things that make you depressed, they're kind of up in the air. 
So if you don't do talking therapy, they'll come back down and settle the same way that they were when you were depressed. Mm. But if you do talking therapy, it's almost like they settle in different places. You know what I mean? Like all your problems that you thought you had after this talking therapy, they just you just have a new perspective on them, which yeah. is what makes you you know, less depressed. Yeah. It's super fucking cool. Ooh, I love this. I feel like I've experienced this personally with shrooms. Yeah, for sure. I'm very interested about the DMT clinical Mm -hmm. trials only because I've heard some crazy things about people on DMT. (laughs) And also I'm sure they're doing it like in smaller doses. You know what I mean? No, that's so true. And it's like also, yeah, so it's the same ingredient that's basically in that drug ayahuasca that everyone talks mm, about too, mm-hmm, where like people mm-hmm. like throw up and they, yeah. like, you know what I mean? They yes. have this like spiritual awakening, uh-huh. you know what I mean? So I feel like, I feel like good things are going to happen. Yes. Hopefully. I and love the fact that. that like it's finally happening through a clinical trial, I feel like it's taken more seriously, mm-hmm. you know? So hopefully they'll have like the funding to like continue to, um, take this head on and like explore learn more and about heal it. people potentially mm-hmm. yeah without the use of like man-made drugs yeah you know yeah for sure because obviously those drugs aren't working for a lot of people mm-hmm. you know and it kind of mm-hmm. they kind of just like numb you and they're addictive like ideally this could just be like a therapy that you know yeah. you can talk through and eventually stop you know or mm-hmm. even it's not that harmful if you do it you know every so often for sure it just kind of opens up your mind you know mm-hmm. what i mean it gives you a paradigm shift for you sure know? which is like it's hard to have a paradigm shift unless like something really drastic happens to your life or you go through death or something that like just completely changes your mindset about life and the meaning of it mm-hmm. you know yeah I feel like too it's I love that they're pairing like the talk therapy with it because I feel like you know when you do drugs with your friends sometimes if you do drugs <laughs> And they're, you're around good people and it's good vibes. Like, you feel that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it almost kind of feels like a therapy session because yeah. you are able to talk and ex- freely express your love with one another. You 100%. know what I mean? But when it's bad, it's terrible. It is. And you don't grow from that at all. And you're and in you, your head. Yeah. You know, which is the scary place that you're trying to get away from. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important to, I feel like, be around people that you trust mm-hmm. for these people that are doing this. Um, because that way you're more inclined to open up and like share your deepest, darkest fears. Talk about why you feel like you can't go on and like really, really get into it without the fear of like being judged. Right. You know, therapy only really works if you're being honest about what's going on, you guys. (laughs) And also just like being honest with yourself and like just seeing yourself. Cause I feel like even when we're depressed and we're, cause I battle with depression. I really do. And I have anxiety too, but like. Also, I understand myself to know when I'm going through it now. And I feel like sometimes, or even me before, I felt like I was kind of pretending that it wasn't there. You know what I mean? Or that like it's not that big of a deal. So I feel like when you do these drugs, you stop, you stop downplaying probably everything that you're experiencing mm-hmm. and actually seeing it for what it is. Right. You know? Yeah, and you validate your own feelings mm-hmm. you know because I feel like sometimes you're, you're like sensitive I feel like yeah and I feel like sometimes you overthink things a lot and that causes anxiety for you but mm-hmm. you know when sometimes you're on drugs you have a realization like oh okay wait that feeling was valid yeah. and like I actually wasn't I was maybe overthinking some things but what I was feeling was real yeah. and that's like okay and you for feel sure. better about how you feel yeah at least that's how I feel when I do mushrooms yeah and when we we're not like condoning people doing yeah, drugs no. out here we're just talking about <laughs> mushrooms and right. mushrooms are legal where we're from in San Francisco right. <laughs> okay <laughs> um but I do want to say like uh, 
direct quote from the article, which I thought was interesting. It says, researchers believe the drug might help loosen the brain's fixed pathways, which can then be reset with talking therapy afterwards. Mm. Like, reset. Yeah, I like that word because I feel like when you're depressed or when you believe all these things about your life and why it's shitty, fixed pathways, it's probably what makes you just stick with one thing and know that like nothing's ever going to get better. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you just can't seem to see the light at the end of the tunnel. So I feel like maybe with the talking therapy, it's kind of like a fresh mind. Yeah. You know, like your mind is like bare, like it's ass naked. Yeah. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like, and it can be influenced really easily, Mm -hmm. you know? So now this talking therapy is influencing your mind to be at a better state. Yes. You know? Bruh, I want to do this. I need to find a good therapist and I want them to like... I want to do this together as an exercise. Yeah, like that sounds amazing. That sounds we'll, really powerful. We'll podcast it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it will never see the light of day. Yes. <laughs> It'll be just for us. Maybe you third. Maybe. 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 <laughs> oh my God, Becky. Becky. <laughs> Have you seen, I mean, I love Cardi, first of all, I just have to say, I love Cardi B, I stand her, I love the way she claps back at people, mm-hmm. I actually hate people who are like, oh my god, you have such a big following, like, why do you still clap back? I'm sorry, why uh, do celebrities get to take a beating and they just can't say anything to anyone? Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, honestly. Do you know how much terrible shit people say yeah, to her Yeah, at some all point, the they're gonna have to respond to her. something, and especially you know? when she's clapping back hella funny, because she has an Aries moon, you know what I mean? Right. No, I love anyway, her Anyway, so she has made her mark after, obviously, her and Megan killed their fucking WAP performance. Mm-hmm. And I guess the video of that performance ended up on Fox News. And, like, this freaking lady was, like, it was talking about this with this man. And, like, they're discussing how, like, what has the world come to? Oh, my God, our kids are going to see WAP. And, like, Cardi's, like, clapping back at... Or, like, she's like, we made it. We're on Fox News, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just living for it. Um, And I just think it's so funny because I swear to God, these male rappers rap about worse shit every day. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I also think it's just so funny that, like, Fox News has, like, time on their segments to discuss this. Rather than, like, the people that are, like, committing acts of hate against the Asian community. Right. Or, let's see, what else? Mmm. How the church, the Vatican Church, has decided that they're not blessing gay marriages anymore. Right. No, there's lots of things that, you know could be focused on rather than fucking Cardi B and her WAP video. It's just so funny. Because there people are mad. They're and so I just can't mad, help of but course. think that they're because WAP also won a lot of I believe it won a lot of awards, right? It's like the number one stream song or something. Anyway, I know people are mad and I also just can't help but think that people hate it because it's talking about the power of a woman's pussy. Oh, for sure. For sure. And honestly It makes men feel uncomfortable. It makes the pick me's feel uncomfortable. So that's a lot of people. One hundred percent. And it's a distraction from um, you know, all the terrible shit that they do and how they neglect all of their people. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, Let's for not sure. forget that, you know, uh, Texas was like freezing cold Literally. not too long ago Where's and Ted, Ted Cruz, Cruz left. Where is he at? Why are we covering him? What is he doing? Right. I want to know what so he's doing to better go- the yeah. life of the citizens in his in the state that he's serving. Right. Let's talk about people in the Appalachian Mountains and how y'all still have incest and shit. Oh my God, disgusting. So many disgusting things. But it's a distraction and they know that they can like raise their viewership like their old white people's like viewership yeah because i'm sure their blood make their blood boil by showing cardi b because i can't help but think like it's a little bit of like a karmic joke because like the men like secretly wanted to watch that video but like they couldn't because like wifey was there or that like oh my god i would never but 
then it's on Fox News on repeat, so they finally get to like see it get back to, to back it. to back to back, and they're like, "Oh my God, this is so distasteful." Mm-hmm. I see y'all. Right, we know the truth. Mm. We know that you really want that wow, because <laughs> you never experienced it because yeah, you don't real. even know where your woman's clitoris is. They don't Do you even know what a clitoris. No, is they wouldn't be able to tell the difference between a clitoris and a butthole. No. <laughs> <laughs> And the butthole. Oh, man. <laughs> I just cannot. That's bad. That's bad. It's real bad. I mean, that's how they are, though. It they, is how they are. They don't know. And, and I think that's why they're mad. Because why else, why else would you care so much about right. this WAP? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so shall we head over to our next segment? Our next segment. Oh, yeah. Segment. <laughs> Yeah. Segment. Astrology. Going to the segment. Next segment. Segment. Going to the next segment. <laughs> I can It's been a really singing kind of day. Yeah, for sure. You know? For sure. Mm. Okay, so our next segment obviously has to do with astrology because that's what we do up in here, okay? Yeah. We talk about the astrological shit. We talk about the stores. We talk about feelings. Yeah, we do. <laughs> All that shit. So if you fuck with that, you know... <laughs> Leave us a review. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we are going to discuss our favorite Drake placement. And if this is your first time here, we have a YouTube channel. And on our YouTube channel, we have dope-ass videos that you should go check out. And from those videos, we pull a couple of questions mm-hmm. and we discuss our answers on this podcast. Uh-huh. So go check out the Drake video. We dissected his birth chart or more so his, like, personal planets. And from there, our question was, which one of his placements is our favorite? So, Maya, tell me. What's your favorite Drake placement? Okay, I picked his Mars in Aquarius. So I feel like it's funny because, you know, I think when you think of Scorpio placements, like, they're very vengeful, Mm -hmm. right? But to me, like, I think Drake is probably happiest when he's able to, like, do his Aquarius detaching thing when Mm -hmm. he's really, like, irritated, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And not to be so involved with his feelings because I feel like everything else in his body is telling him to like be involved, but like he really wants to like detached when he's at his like maybe highest self, I would think. I also feel like it was very like much this placement, Mars and Aquarius, um, that he made a song with people who literally like wanted to shoot him, literally <laughs> like revealed his secrets, but still very passive aggressively was like, yeah, come on, come get on this song. Like, it's cool. Yeah. Like, you can come, you can sure. come eat off me. Like, like, that's a power move. <laughs> keep your friends close, keep your enemies yes. closer. <laughs> and I feel like us Scorpio placements want to do that, but like, I hate my enemies so much. Why would I want them close to me? Right. Like, I literally know I'm not going to be the one that like kills you. I'm going to tell someone to do it. <laughs> right. Right. But Aquarius placements would be like, but I'm friends with everybody, so they'll never know that they're not my friend. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> The Scorpio energy would not have allowed that, but I feel like Hell it had to no. be that Mars in Aquarius that was like, okay. I would almost say it's his Mars in Aquarius <laughs> and his Leo rising, because his Leo rising wants to be liked, he wants to be valued, True. he wants people to know that he's friendly, mm-hmm. that like no matter what, he can keep it friendly, mm-hmm. you know? No, that's true. That's uh, so true. It's, it's like that king shit, like how can I be the king of the jungle, lion, right. Leo, if there's people out there who don't fuck with me. And mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know, I can't help but think that it's kind of like an intimidation tactic too. You know how like people, I mean, I have never been in the mob, but I assume I know how they live life. And I feel like, <laughs> I feel like 
people in the mob, you know how, like, when they hate someone, they invite them over for dinner all the time? You know what I mean? They're like, yes. it's like an intimidation tactic. Like, we're cool, right? We're cool, right? Right. But, like, you know that they mean we're cool. Because right. if we're not cool, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> so and, you play it cool, also, bro. His song, one of my favorite songs from Scorpion is called Mob Ties. And, like, honestly, like, the fact that he's always, always, always throwing it in people's faces that he got people in positions of power. He got people who would kill for him. He got people who would literally do whatever he wants them to do. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is very show-off-y. Yes. And that is his Leo rising. Or his Aquarius Morris. No, it's true. Because, you know, like, I don't like saying shit like that. Like, maybe I'll joke about it with my friends, like, about my, like, revenge plots. But I'm not going out and around, like, <laughs> I could kill you. You know what I mean? Like, right. I could end you. My friends would beat your ass. <laughs> it's kind of distasteful, personally. Right. So I don't think, yeah, I don't think that's a Scorpio. Problem. Yeah, no. But it's some of his most, like, savage lines, you yeah, know? It's, some, so, it's, like... It's, it's savage because it's cold, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, that's why his Scorpio placements are so lovely with his Leo and Aquarius placements is that he, I feel like, puts emotion behind it. You know what yes. I mean? Like, you don't really care about how someone throwing shade like that if, if they're not emotional. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It balances it out really well, I feel like. If it was just all, like, Scorpio and Cancer, I feel like it would be maybe a little bit too much mm-hmm. for me, you know? <laughs> but I feel like this kind of balances him out a little bit in my personal opinion Uh what's your favorite drake placement i mean i have so many because like he's a scorpio stallion like me but like (laughs) so all the scorpio placements honestly like literally because i also have a leo mars and he has a leo rising so yeah yeah like there the The vibe the connection the vibe is there yeah i'm like zaddy what's up you know (laughs) but i feel like it's yeah it's either his leo rising for me or his scorpio venus i feel like his entire home, if you've seen his tour, <laughs> the tour of his home and Instagram feed, just, like, screams Leo Rising to me. You know what I mean? He's flashy as fuck. Oh, my gosh, Like, yes, yes I will wear all my gold jewelry at once. You know what yes. I mean? Like, I don't care. You know? I love it. I love no, it. I love it, too. Like, it just, I just love how, like, boldly confident he is. Yes. You know? Like, that, to me, is fire energy in the sense that, like, he's, like, show-offy like mm-hmm. that. No, I feel like his Leo Rising really shines through of, like, the extraness. You yeah. know what I mean? And Extra they will spell. wear that fur coat, all their gold chains, like yeah. you said. And, like, they don't care if they – that's not too flashy. No, it's like, not Like, you enough. came underdressed. I'm clearly, literally. Right. <laughs> like, he is always overdressed for every occasion, like you could tell. Right. And I absolutely live for it. You know what I mean? I live for it because he sets the standard. <laughs> he does. You He's know? always ready to put on a show. For sure. He's always ready for the theatrics. Mm-hmm. And – I just absolutely adore it. Like, I feel like, too, all Leo placements should be on the stage and theater at some point in their life. And, you know, I really feel like I see Drake shine on stage as well as an actor on SNL. I love him as an actor. I love him as a Like, he just, like, kills it every time. Yes. Honestly. But I also really love his Scorpio Venus because I feel like you could just tell how much he loves his people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he, you could tell he's a writer. He's had people that are still with him since he, like, literally was first blowing up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Always giving them shout-outs, like, always doing birthday posts with, for his friends, like, just, like, taking them on these crazy vacations. Like, I just feel like he has love for his people. And if you're not familiar with Scorpio Venus, like, we are all or nothing when it comes to our people. Mm-hmm. And it's a very short list because we know not everyone deserves it. So I feel like he is like that, and that's probably why he feels so betrayed every time someone tries him, such as Meek Mill. Like, their feud was so fucking bad, and I feel like it was because they were so close. Mm-hmm. And, like, how dare you reveal 
a secret when I've done everything, you know, for you to also like protect you and put you on. Because let's mm-hmm. be real, Drake is so much bigger than Meek Mill. <laughs> to, to have him disrespect him like that, you know what I mean? No, like, it was just no, like, that's just uh-uh. fucked up. That's fucked no, up. No, and but I did love when they had their little like reconciliation moment when he ended up being on Meek Mill's album when they performed together at one of his concerts like that was basically their way of coming out and saying that they're friends again which right. is just so fucking cute to me <laughs> like come perform for my show bro okay i'll be there bro. right they're like let's make a song bro <laughs> let's sing about it let's 100%. rap about it i also feel like i can't help but think that like as we as i know and hopefully you guys do too drake is known to like put a lot of artists on like he's always having artists that are like that he thinks have potential he just puts them on a track and they blow up like little Baby, City Girls. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I can't help but think that that's his Scorpio placements because we love an underdog. Like we literally are always rooting for an underdog. Yeah. And I feel like not a lot of people in the industry that that are as big as Drake put small artists on like that. They just don't. You know, I love that you say that because I feel like we often forget that, like, Drake was the underdog when he first started. You know what I mean? Like, nobody thought that his rap career was, like, going to be anything. (laughs) I feel like if... And now he's the fucking, like, biggest, you know what I mean, rapper, like, in the game. Yeah. In our generation. 100%. And he's not a rapper. He's a pop star, as he He likes to say. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, no, he Uh, could do it all. He could sing. He could rap. Mm -hmm. He could act. He could write. (laughs) I also feel like he, yeah, if you watch the interview that he had, I believe it came out last year, another year. Um, It was like an hour and a half long interview in his place. Super casual, really dope conversation. Go check it out. He was talking about how, like, it was scary for him when he was, like, first blowing up because he didn't know, like, he didn't know if he had to, like, be a certain vibe for people to take him seriously and like if you listen to his second album he said that even though a lot of people love that album he also knew that like he was doing the most with it like almost like it didn't feel natural the way that he was making it because he wanted people to kind of take him seriously what and was, was the second album um thank me later oh okay okay yeah mm-hmm. 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 and i love that album and i yeah. have no idea you know what i mean Dang. but that's just so crazy to think that like it was like that for him Yeah. You know? When for a lot of people, that was maybe the album that, like, put him on. You know what I mean to him? They they love his, like, other stuff now. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's kind of similar with, like, J. Cole. Like, what album mm, or what song he felt like kind of put him on the map. But he didn't necessarily feel like that was, like, his best song. Yeah, I think he said in that concert we went to, he said something along the lines of, I made classics, but I wasn't good at making hits. Yeah. And he, I believe it was... Workout. Yeah. Workout was that song me. for yep. him. <laughs> yes. yes. And that's so funny because J. Cole also has, um, he's has he is an Aquarius. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's that's funny. And they have a good friendship. They do have a good friendship. I feel like they really, really respect each other. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Oh, I love that. I just want like J. Cole and Drake and Big Sean to have a concert for me. Oh that would be my absolutely gosh. fucking fantastic. I'm there. Penny's dropped. Right. <laughs> but back to the combo, Scorpio Venus. Yes. I feel like he also, that's why he's not settling down, honestly. Mm. Like, if you read anything about Scorpio Venuses, it's that we don't settle down unless it's like something that we actually take seriously, which ha- doesn't happen often. And most Scorpio Venuses have had, they haven't had a lot of partners in their life because they just, they just don't want it unless it's like that deep shit. Mm-hmm. And not everyone really wants that. Right. And not, some people actually think they want it and then they experience it with us and they're like, 
Oh, this is a lot. It's too much. But you're like begging for my attention, but okay. Right. Okay. Now it's too much for you. You know? And he's yeah. like older now, so I feel like he probably takes that even more seriously. Like if like, he just seems like the picky type. Mm-hmm. Like he knows what he wants, and if there's any sort of red flag, he's probably like, nah, my life is too good when I'm single. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why right. would I risk that? I don't need anyone. <laughs> like why bother? Yeah. I'm good. No, I get it. And he's, like, fixed dominant, so I feel like he's very much obsessed and dedicated with his work. So, it's like, when we find something to focus on, we don't really need anything else to hold our attention. Mm-hmm. Like, we know how to set ourselves up for the right schedule to make us feel fulfilled with our life. I feel like in the video, too... Mutable and Cardinal sometimes can't do that. Yeah. They no. need to keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I feel like in the video, too, you mentioned um, that he needs to, like, find his equal... Yeah. And so he'll be super picky kind of until then. Mm -hmm. And, like, who's really going to meet Drake at his level? Right. (laughs) Or who he considers. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs) My girl Kimmy. Right. We mentioned it. Yeah, we We did. And I feel like, okay, I feel like it's cute. I feel like it's really cute. We're here for it. We're here for it. I'm here for this Libra Scorpio vibe. I feel like you guys are going to keep each other's secrets. Yeah. They both have Scorpio Um, Mercury's. They're definitely keeping. mm -hmm. Secret what? Secret who? Like, you know what I mean? Their kids can play together. For sure. They're both, they could both be stepdaddy, stepmommy. You know what I mean? We endorse this. <laughs> if it's anyone, it should be her. I'm sorry, right. Kanye. I'm sorry. Honestly, oh my gosh. I feel like that would be the biggest fuck you to Kanye. And it would kind Especially of be really Especially because Drake has it in multiple songs. Like, even though he could be like, that didn't mean that. But it's really too close to judge. Too close to home. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel like they did probably fucking the Lolo. I love how we talk about these people. Really? As if we, we know. know. <laughs> oh my. Imagine like, I'm oh sorry, you guys. If you like oddly ever listen to this like i'm not really judging you i really have no idea yeah honestly <laughs> this is just for my entertainment my selfish entertainment right you know and you should I mean? know that i really don't talk about you that much at all and you should know that like, <laughs> if you ever told me i hurt your feelings i would apologize I and would i'm so, so sorry because <laughs> you're a human too yeah you are and you're sensitive <laughs> oh my god huh? She has a can- she has a Pisces moon. He has a Cancer moon. Shut. Oh yeah. Oh, oh it's a wrap. Oh, oh. oh. Why, why did I just get chills? Oh. 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 oh, and if they haven't fucked, they've been a fuck. And if they haven't fucked, they literally have looked at each other, thinking about nothing but fucking. Right. They undressed each other. Literally, they felt each other's auras. And everybody else felt naked with them. Yes. <laughs> Kanye felt the tension. <laughs> Kanye was mad. He's like, so mad. Drake's dick bigger than mine. Because <laughs> he said on a song that his pool is. <laughs> was that a metaphor? <laughs> oh my God. I am living. <sighs> We're so sorry. <laughs> Let's move on to our next topic, mm-hmm. which is how Pisces help you heal. So in our video, we gave, in our YouTube video, we gave three tips on how to help a Pisces become their most evolved self. Mm-hmm. And so the question we're discussing, like I just said, is how Pisces help other people heal. Mm-hmm. So Sarah, what do you think? How do these sweet little fishies help people heal? Hmm. Well, I don't know how they help everyone else heal, but I know how they help me heal. So Mm -hmm. that's what I'm going to talk about. Yes. And I feel like Pisces helps me heal their energy through like self acceptance. Mm hmm. 
I feel like <laughs> the first step in tackling any problem that you have with yourself or, you know, on your self-love journey is accepting yourself as you are right now. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like accepting yourself at your lowest low or whatever you think that you're going through, like accepting that you're going through it mm -hmm. or whatever character flaw you think you want to fix, accepting that you have that flaw. And it's hard to do that around people who are judgy, you know, or yeah. who just tell you what you want to hear actually too. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to do that. And I feel like Pisces can keep it real when they're telling you about yourself and also listen to you when you're t bearing your truth to them, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. My favorite thing about Pisceans is their listening abilities. Mm -hmm. I feel like they, <laughs> when you're sharing, they're really paying attention to what you're talking about, especially if it's related to your emotions. Mm -hmm. And that makes me feel so heard and seen because a lot of times, like, people tell me that my feelings are too much, you know what I mean, that I'm doing too much, and they never make you feel that way, yeah. you know? And I feel like... They're really good at sucking a bad vibe out of any situation. Right. I don't know where they take <laughs> which, that bad vibe say, energy. Which breaks but... my heart because <laughs> that's why I want them. And we said in our video to have better boundaries. Yeah. So they're not always taking in, like you said, that bad vibe. Yeah. Or having a really good creative outlet where you're letting that go, you mm -hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, and it's not their job. I hope we know we're not saying it's your job to do this. Like no. you just, you just do it. Right. And I mean, it's like I, it, to me, it's one of your healing powers. Like I don't always think it's healthy for you. You know, sometimes you take it to unhealthy levels, but I do think it's one of your superpowers. Like if you learn how to set the right boundaries. Yeah. I think they definitely need to figure out how many people they want to do that for. Yeah. You know, sure. you have like a certain threshold of being able to do that mm -hmm. before you, you know, empty out your own cup. Because mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times, like, it's almost like a job to them. You know what I mean? When you know you're good at something, you just easily do it. And they're so good at it that I feel like they go through their day and, like, they wake up. They do it for their partner. They go to work. They do it for their coworkers. You know what I mean? Like, a random person on the street dropped all their apples. Oh, my God. Are you okay? Like, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, <laughs> you're having an energy exchange, Pisces, all the time with your yeah. sweet soul. But, like, sometimes you just need to, like, stop and, like, yeah. reevaluate how much of yourself you're giving away. Mm-hmm. Because you're giving a lot away and people aren't always giving back to you. Yeah. That's the that's the main problem with it. Like, it would be fine if people were giving you all that you give out. But that never happens. You're, like, way too giving and kind. <laughs> yeah. Another thing I really love about Pisces energy is just how considerate they are. Honestly, not a lot of people are considerate. Mm -hmm. People want to be. People hope that they're a considerate person. But a lot of people just aren't. They just don't know how to be. They kind of just think about themselves all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that always means you're a bad person, but, you know, you are living in a world with other people, so it would be nice for you to think about how your actions are affecting the people around you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Pisces just does that, like, all the fucking time. Like, my Pisces boyfriend, like, he thinks about things that I wouldn't have even thought about, but it makes such a big difference in my experience when we're having a day together mm -hmm. and it just baffles me that like he thought of these things before I even had a chance to think about it or the questions he asks me to make sure I'm okay or comfortable. Like, it's just so sweet. Yeah. No, I feel like they really go out of their way to make sure other people are comfortable, mm -hmm. you know, especially their people comfortable. And one of my other 
favorite ways that I think that they heal people is they're always like encouraging to love on yourself. You know what I mean? And go into that dreamscape of whatever it is for you. You know, they're always like self-love, like do you kind of. Mm -hmm. And I, at least for me, and I love that because I feel like sometimes I am really hard on myself and I'm not always like doing the self-love things, you know? And they're like, go take that hot bath. Put on your most fuzzy blanket and just like sit and cry for a minute. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like feel your feelings. And I feel like they're, they are very accepting and understanding and just non-judgmental when you're going through shit. Mm -hmm. And I love that about them. It's just like easy mm -hmm. to it's tell. It's warm. Yeah, it's warm. It's like we talked about this in the last podcast. It's like they're giving you a warm hug yeah. anytime you're freaking telling them something that's going on. Like a mother's hug. For real. In her sweet bosom. <laughs> a mother's sweet bosom <laughs> her bosom her breasts <laughs> it's still weird <laughs> okay another thing that I feel like is kind of like it's not deep so don't hold your breath <laughs> um, another thing I love about Pisces energy is how like we can talk about like I don't know like mythical creatures and like just random shit that like usually certain people are times are like, that doesn't air exist. <laughs> That's not real. Or like, you know, or like air signs with their like logical shit. I feel like I can talk about like, like shit that like nobody else believes in. Shit that like, there's no proof in the world to say that like these things exist, but Pisces just believes with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know if it's because of my Gemini moon and my curiosity. I'm always <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'll always believe in that shit that nobody else believes in. Like conspiracy theories, whatever. And Pisces energy always, always is interested in it as much as me. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Because it's just fun. Yes. Life is fun when you think magic exists. Right. Life is fun when you think mermaids exist. You know what I mean? Like, why would I not? Like, there's no proof that it's not here. Right. The the journeys I feel like we can go on together from, like, endless. what we can create is just endless. Like you said. Yeah. And, like, why not believe? And they feel the same exact way. Yeah. And it's magic when we get together and get to share Seriously. you know because I feel I think they feel that way about us too you know because not everyone is accepting or understanding of those things about them mm -hmm. but that's fun for me it brings out the child essence in yeah, me I feel like I can, our inner childs are always are playing together mm -hmm. me and Pisces energy mm -hmm. and that's I love so it true. it's just fun we have such a good time it's just so freaking fun <laughs> Like, no one's judging me. You know what I mean? No. My feelings are valid. It's like... We're doing fun things. Right. It's like I'm three or, like, four years old on the playground with Literally. my best friend. And we're Just having a great a good time. time. And, like, you know, even if something bad happens, we share it. And it's like, I'm sorry. And right. And we hug it out and everything's fine. Literally. Like, it's just not that serious. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And it's free. I feel like Pisces <laughs> emotional energy out of, like, all the water signs, it is that... It is that feeling of like, okay, we're going to feel this and then move on. Because I feel like fixed water, Scorpio, like, okay, no, we're not moving on. We're going to think about this forever until we die. And then, like, there's cardinal cancer that's like, they focus on one thing and they just go with that. Like, wait, you <laughs> yes. know what I mean? <laughs> and then there's Pisces, you know, mutable water that's like, okay, feeling this. Okay, now time to say bye. Okay, here's another feeling. Okay, time to say bye. <laughs> yes! Oh, my God. <laughs> They're so and nice. We all about need that. Yeah. 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 They we like to say bye to certain emotions. Right. Say and hi. And then say yes, bye. Yes, I was literally gonna say that. They help you acknowledge it. Say hello. Yeah. Okay, this is valid. This is fine. And now bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Let's focus on you. Let's take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it oh, so much. Love oh. you. 
gosh. I love you, bitch. This is a Pisces stan account. No, it literally is. didn't know. I feel like give Pisceans a lot of love, and I feel like other people have noticed it, and they're kind of And they're like, a little mad. I'm sorry. What, right. I don't know what to say. I'm a human like you. I have preferences. I bet you every single one of you bitches, lovelies, listening right, right now, has a certain sign or a certain placement that you're like, you don't hate it because you can't hate any sign because we all have a certain part of that sign in us, mm-hmm. you know, in our housing system. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you definitely have your preferences and there's certain energies that have done you wrong before, so you can't help but be a little bit, oh, you know? Right, a little like. But I'll never judge a person just because of their sign because that's just fucked up. No, that's but terrible. I still have memories about the energy of certain signs. Of course. You know, as yes. we all do, so don't lie. Right. Right. And for people who aren't into astrology, it's just like you have negative feelings about people that you knew from the past. So, like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Or someone reminds you of someone's face and, like, you're like, I hate them. But you don't hate them, but you can't help but be like, oh, God, there's something about you. It annoys me a little bit. Yeah. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Make sure you leave us a review on where whatever platform it is you're streaming us from. It would really help okay. us. We would love it. We would greatly appreciate it. Make sure you follow us on our Instagram account, which is Charmed A-N Dangerous. Okay? And that's the same for our YouTube. And then for Twitter, it's Charm A-N Danger. Follow us on all there. We give you all the updates. Cute all the pics. Tea funny things you know what i mean just just follow us it's a good time we love you so much we hope you're having a great week we hope you have a great rest of your week we hope you rock that shit okay Mm -hmm. and we'll see y'all later bye bye